Why, hello there, and welcome back to Wrong Opinions Only with your hosts, Justin and Kayla. And we are back with another one of my favorite tropes, a good old draft, Kayla. Yes, we've been actually overdue, I gotta say. We haven't done a draft in a bit. And who else would we draft with other than a great Swarly? Yeah, hello. with us today in the studio. Oh, hey, how hey. you doing over there, kid? I'm doing great. <laughs> thanks for <laughs> thanks for joining. Yeah. <laughs> I want to kick off this, uh, this draft pod with... Uh, the fact that I completely botched this and made a list for an entirely different draft and was notified about 10 minutes before we started recording that I'm the idiot that didn't look at the outline before we started. So hopefully I don't drop the ball during the draft, guys. You'll still beat me. It's fine. Well, yeah, that's just obvious, though. That's just superior knowledge, I think. I'm a contender. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> no, that, that fell <laughs> that flat, that ruined? Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, we're, we're all trying to get a w here uh i think it was interesting to talking about what we're qualifying as a superhero film too which we can get into but before we do i just gotta ask growing up as a kid did you have any superheroes that you were obsessed with that you just love to watch absolutely i was uh a big power ranger fan oh yeah same here growing up tommy uh power rangers were great that they're superheroes right yeah, Absolutely. I count that um, as superheroes for sure. For okay. sure. Yeah. I always wanted to be, you know, the Green Ranger, the White Ranger. Whatever. Well, it was the same guy. I love the wow. Green Ranger, yeah. Tommy. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the Red Ranger, Jason, sucked. Blue was uh, Billy. Bill Yellow was, cool. was Trini. And black was Zach, obviously. Yeah. And then, yeah, Amy Jo Johnson. Mm. Oh, mm-hmm. Pink Ranger. Pink Ranger, yeah. Don't forget. I think every boy's crush that grew up in that time period, first crush. Pretty much. Yeah. 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 Besides your Lola Bunny, but like Hank Power Rangers <laughs> right there. Uh, Power Rangers was before Space Jam. Thank you. <laughs> How dare you? Um, I love was Teenage it? Mutant Ninja Turtles. That was it for yeah, me. It Turtles with a half shell, you know? I was yeah. a big TMNT fan as well. They were, uh, they were bomb. Power Rangers. I pretty much watched all those cartoons, Gargoyles and stuff growing up, if you count them as kind of superheroes. I wouldn't, uh, but I like yeah. that show. I yeah. did love that show, too. And this is probably cr- You totally wouldn't expect me to love this, but Xena. I was a big fan. Oh, right. <laughs> Xena Warrior Xena Princess. Xena was kind of my shit. You know? oh, I think yeah. that's one of those huh moments. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <why>. yeah. <laughs> ding. Light dinged <laughs> above you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Big time Xena. I mean... I was in middle school freshman year with Buffy. I don't know. Is that a kid like? I got 13. Yeah. Buffy's Buffy. a superhero? Uh, yeah. Uh, she's a vampire fighter. She's more of a vigilante. Get out of here. She's she has supernatural strength. Yes. One Are girl in sure? all the world destined to fight the vampires, demons, that seems and forces like just, of evil. Uh, she is the slayer. How dare you? Know, it seems like a call just trying to give somebody power, really. I don't know. Oh my God. Just no. no but not everyone could do what she did. Well, she just took a lot of, uh, you know, martial arts training that nobody saw on the show. That's Put some it. respect on Buffy's name. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I also did like the X Men, the animated series. Like I loved that as a kid. Like Just- was Justice League. Um, I wasn't really big into Justice League, mm-hmm. but X Men I was a big fan of, and I loved me some Gambit. So yes. that's like was towards the top of my initial list when I thought we were just drafting superheroes mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. it was movies. I'm like, well, there's no freaking Gambit movie, damn it. <laughs> there was supposed to with yeah, uh, and then it fell Channing through. Tatum, right? Because he was in... Uh, he was in the another uh, Deadpool, movie. Deadpool, yeah. right? Nope. Nope. X-Men. No, he's in one of the Wolverine movies. We're trying movies. not to say movies that could potentially be picked, Kayla. I was just going to go down my list right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. What do great superhero movies need to have as we're talking about what qualifies? Because we had some debate early on about what we're saying. So what what's a great superhero movie? 
You don't have to go into like the type, but what do you like to see in a super movie? You got to have a great villain Mm -hmm. because how else are you going to challenge the hero, right? Completely agree. There needs to be some type of opposing force that is an actual threat. Yes. So they can't just easily, you know, save the day. They have to. They have to get knocked out. You got to work for they redeem. Yeah, you got to work for it. Either like they gain another level in power or something like that, or they got to use like their wits to outsmart their opponent. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. What about you besides uh, just having vampire slayering abilities? <laughs> Vampires are superheroes, right? Um, so I don't know. I'm mixed because I, there's certainly some movies that have like kind of crappy villains, but I still liked it because the superhero is pretty good. Like there's definitely some movies out there. Even I could say recent Marvel movies that may have come out that the villain wasn't great, but I would say like the rest of the characters or superheroes. So an underwhelming good. villain thrown into a good yes, story. Yes, yes. Like that that's not a deal breaker for me, but I know what you're saying. Like if you get both, now that's Chef's Kiss. That's like a great movie because right. you're you're almost like, Who am I rooting for in this moment? Especially when they get to stay villains, because a lot of times they're trying to like, you know, redeem themselves, I feel like, lately in superhero movies. But Yeah, everyone's trying to go for the more complicated yes, character yes. whether rather than straight evil villainous person. Ooh, I like I liked your villainous. villainous. Ooh. A little ASMR for us there. Oh. I like it. Don't get me going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, what do you think about the state of Marvel DC films as of lately? I know that just and I talked about it when we were talking about Ant-Man um, and Guardians of the Galaxy, but like, where do you... I'm exhausted yeah. with everything. It's... Is the fatigue real? Superhero fatigue? Absolutely. They, I think they went way too hard. I don't want to say way too hard, way too quick, because they did sp- sprawl it out over... 20 years? years? Yeah. <laughs> Is it 20 years? Yeah, I think the original Iron Man came out in 2001, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> well, we don't need to verify or fact check that, but I'm just going to say that's true. It is wrong opinions only, so we just got to say whatever here. <laughs> Very true. 2008. Oh, okay. Uh, 15 years. Yeah. So, I mean, that's still... Yeah, that's that's a long time. That's <laughs> a long time, yeah. I think... But I feel like because like they... The quality of it has gone down, mm-hmm. so you're getting a lot of shit. So it's not as satisfying to watch everything. Yes, I I definitely think that's a huge component of like the fatigue, and I also think it's everyone was on board for the puzzle pieces that were all these Marvel movies, and a lot right. of them were like all of the main superheroes that even right. if you didn't read comics, didn't watch the cartoons, like you knew Iron Man, you knew Captain America. You know, the 15 years pass, it, that story finishes, and you're left with these characters that, I mean, I'm like, who is this? I'm huh? Gonna, I'm going to kind of say they're like, the, the new phase is kind of like junk food. But junk food is like a guilty pleasure, right? But it's bad. <laughs> but it's bad for you is what you're saying? It's like bad you for you. It, it's not, it's it's for not you? nutritious. It's just like, yeah. here, here's more sugar. Here's more it was, crap. It's just everything got so oversaturated with the streaming that every different um, studio is like, well, we need to throw out TV shows about this. And if we need to throw out these TV shows, then we need to throw out movies. And they just yeah. threw so much that they didn't have I, the people but to I make appreciate, everything good. I actually appreciate the TV shows, though, because they can go into more depth, more background characters, more origin on you know different characters rather than all right we got to cram everything in two hours true that is true and i appreciate the introduction to newer characters like hawkeye for example you get introduced to clint barton's you know protege Mm. and and kate and 
I cared more about Kate watching the different episodes, watching her from her start to her end right. versus like what I feel like every Marvel movie is now. And I talk about it all the time. I'm sick of them doing the adopt a teen to introduce young <laughs> Avengers eventually. And every movie the has adopt to have a teen. This, yes. Where they just like find this kid. And then, like, I'm supposed to care about this kid and then watch a whole movie with all of these, like, seven-year-olds. I'm like, I don't know. The Avengers Adopt a Teen Program. Well well said, Kayla. Well said. Thank you. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think it's a part of it. What do you think, Justin? Yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of pieces to it, and a lot of things are changing now. You see with Disney especially, with Bob Iger back, they're kind of scaling back the offerings they're having on streaming so that they could focus on putting out good content instead of just putting out lots of content i appreciate that and i think they're they're kind of forced to when they start a streaming service right throw out a lot of content to get people to subscribe so they're like well we need to throw out all these tv shows and they lost the quality when they did that so hopefully they can get back to their roots and really start putting out quality movies in a way that's not like mcu is now and i've said this on the pod like kayla has before it gets frustrating when it's like okay i want to go see this movie but i didn't watch the 32 other things i needed to see beforehand to know what's happening right yes i think with everything kind of going on too with their main villain i guess throughout these phase four and phase five and jonathan majors and all the stuff going on with him i don't even know see i haven't watched that. oh yeah there's, there's definitely some stuff coming up with him and who is legal, that legal things for sure oh. he's uh king from um, oh okay uh, so he was in he, he was in loki was, i did watch loki he's yes. the new big bad Ooh, he's for marvel okay. so you know i think that adds an interesting you know what disney is going to do in response i mean that kind of makes sense because once they introduced time travel like yes. that just opened up a whole it did whole you know can of worm holes we all know i love time travel a can of worm holes <laughs> a can of worm holes you know yeah. black holes um yeah so that'll be interesting i guess what they end up doing because that's a huge if they end up not going through with him as king um mm-hmm. that's gonna be a huge reset because they've been building on this across tv shows and movies so we'll have to see what comes of that blow it up and start over baby (laughs) they might need to i mean wouldn't be the first time this year we have what do we have we have the marvels as the last film i believe coming out you have secret invasion the tv show um and maybe loki season three i'm not sure is coming out this year so season three there's only one season wasn't oh so season two maybe um so I think there's not, only one season of Loki, yeah. So there's one. Okay. So yeah, there's not there's not much left, I guess, for twenty twenty three. We'll have to see what kind of comes in twenty twenty four. We shall see. All right, you guys. Is it time to draft? Because I I'm think a, it's I'm be a, a little nervous. I know Justin was like really last minute, but I'm like I'm very nervous about this one. <laughs> <laughs> it it was funny just kind of thinking about what we consider to move movies. There might be some debate here on the pod, as always, but I'm freaking excited. All right. Let's do this. Let's do it. All right, Kayla. We already rolled the die. You are the first pick. No pressure. Superhero movie draft. Two obvious number ones here. Where are you going? Where are you going? All right. Before I go, I'll just explain what we had to do, which is, of course, 10 movies each um main character had to be a superhero we we said powers we're not we're not limiting to powers and it could be animated so we're going to do the year and where it comes from also could be an anti-hero or a villain Mm. it's just uh if there's one that's questionable as we normally do we will discuss and whoever the majority vote goes to that's the decision 
Love it. Love it for us. And we're certainly going to have a healthy debate, I'm sure. Yeah, because okay. Kayla can never just pick something that makes <laughs> no. sense. I'm staring daggers at you. <laughs> you are. Her okay. first pick, she's going to pick something that wasn't on any of our boards. I think it's very obvious what the first pick is going to be. I'm sure it was the top of both of your lists. Duh. It has to be Black Adam. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Okay. Well, I, that's the podcast, guys. I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll just see myself on. No, my first pick is going to be what I assume would be Justin's first pick, Logan. Because, man, Justin and I have watched brutal faithfully all of the X-Men many times. It's a reoccurring binge watch for us. And we've really watched some stinkers. We really have. <laughs> and when we saw Logan in theaters, I so was... Good blown so away. I mean, I literally turned to you several times. We were like, this is the dark, yes. gritty, AC, gritty. gritty. Yeah. Like, this is a potential X-Men we've never seen before. And we were just, I loved it. And it was so heartbreaking. Also why I loved it. And it just was so well done. I mean, it's a great rewatch if you haven't seen it in a while. Logan. Great pick, Kayla. It probably would have been my second pick off the board, but I was really hoping mm. to get that early on. And well done. I I just hope they do more of that. Like, uh they're very much trying to reference X-Men and what is going to happen because, of course, 20th Century Fox owned the rights to X-Men. It's now Marvel, so they can now kind of bring them to life in their own version. But, man, Logan really set the bar. Kind of like Andor in Star Wars. Like I just felt like it was a reset. It's, a, it's a more gritty, down-to-earth tone yes. on the whole yeah. superhero thing. And, and it was so dark. It was oh dark, depressing, and it, it violent. awesome. <laughs> It was so good. Yeah, so good. So yeah, Logan is my number one pick. Oh, I'm so scared with the, the next set you guys are going to do and take off the board. But yeah. next up is going to be Justin followed by Craig. So Justin, what is your number one pick? My number one pick is The Dark Knight 2008. <sighs> yeah. I thought that's yeah. where you were going to go number one. That's what I thought you were going to go as well. So, I mean, it's a pretty obvious choice. It's one of the best superhero yep. movies ever made. Uh, it's got a lot of history with it, obviously, with... Um, the way the Joker was portrayed oh, and how Heath, Heath Ledger, Ledger tragically passing away after. So that'll kind of always live in uh, everybody's memories there. And Christian Bale kind of really taking the Batman role into his own and that whole trilogy I thought was pretty good. But The Dark Knight was by far, in my opinion, the best of the trilogy. Kayla really likes the Absolutely. third one, which is just a wrong opinion. But Wow, spoilers! <laughs> <laughs> 2008 well. film too and man i just was it great great kind of he's kind of my batman is all i'm gonna say like Christian when i Bell. saw that i was like yes oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. He's, yeah. now do you think heath ledger heath ledger is the best joker out there i think so i, I haven't seen the new one so uh, i'm biased because i haven't seen the new one i think um i would have to go with heath ledger yes but it's also that's that time frame where it's our generation. It, yeah, it's our generation yeah. that's going to stick with us more. I liked him a lot better than uh, was it Jack, Jack uh, Nicholson? Jack Nicholson back yeah. in the nineties. That was kind of a corny uh, version of it, I thought. And then the recent ones with uh, oh my god, I can't stand his Joaquin Phoenix. He does do no Jared Leto. Yeah, I was thinking oh. Jared Leto, who I can't stand as an. I actor. didn't hate that version. No, stop. Come <laughs> I on. didn't. No. I felt like I wanted more of him and Harley. Actually. Why? I did. That was the he was the I'm worst. Sure he did a Joker. cool version of that. I don't know, just okay. me. Oh my god, you're awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're well, we're well, starting the insults early on in the, in the pod. Okay, awful. yeah. All um, right, I'm gonna well, go with my my turn. I'm anxious. Yeah. Okay. Iron Man. 
Whoa. A little bit of a curveball, I thought, Craig. 2008. Mm-hmm. This, I feel like, started the whole kickoff to the MCU. I mean, it obviously I mean, it did. did start it. It did. Yeah, confirmed. Iron Man was such a good movie. I remember I watched the shit out of that when it came out on DVD and Blu-ray. And it. I feel like it was such a good movie because it based itself in realism. Mm-hmm. where he was a thinker. He had to invent things in order to get out of the cave, and he had to invent something to prevent the shrapnel from going to his heart. And that is what I like best about superhero movies, I think, where I gravitate towards a little bit, is realism. realism. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of my my favorite things to look for in movies as well, and I bring it up on the pod a lot, is I need to have at least a little tinge of realism Obviously, some of the stuff can't happen, right. but if it's just so absurd, then I, it kind of loses me in the movie. Yeah, I can't relate. Um, Iron Man did start off, and I didn't know anything about Iron Man going into the movie. I just was like, okay, all right. Like, right. we're getting a cool superhero I mean, movie. Robert Downey, he redefined Iron Man, let's be honest. He he is Iron Man. And it saved pretty much his career, because mm-hmm. he was down and out with a lot of drug problems, a lot of issues. People didn't want to work with him anymore, and this yep. kind of brought him back to the forefront, and he crushed it. Kind of having that uh, that sarcastic, brilliant, jackass type yeah. of guy yeah. is exactly what kind of drew everybody into that Absolutely. role. What do you think about Gwyneth Paltrow as Penny? Mm. Did you like her character? I liked her character in the earlier movies. Okay. I think as she got more uh, screen time, I kind of veered away from it a little she bit. She was a good supporting role. I didn't like her when she developed powers. Exactly. Yeah. When she was. The, and did uh, they ever do anything with that? Well, she had a suit, right? She no. Got a suit. There was. Wasn't it the. I which one was it? Oh, my God. There's too many Marvel movies. <laughs> I know. To list them all in. We're probably going to list quite a few. In this there was draft, one where so. she actually has powers and she can like melt stuff with her fucking hands or whatever. I think. Are you thinking of Captain Marvel? No. Anyway, guys. So, right. uh, Craig, what's your second pick? Back to back. Okay, my second pick. I'm going to go with The Dark Knight Rises. Okay, another Fuck bit of a curveball there. I think I just won the draft, guys. Maybe. I think I just won the draft. I can't. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. I, really? I you were I would me not have taken that in the first. That I like that movie. Three rounds, like maybe rounds five or later, but first few rounds, no chance. It was it was really good. Bane was a good. I think he was a good See? villain. See, there's another stand for the third film. All story. right, well, I just did not particularly. I liked Bane as a character, but I didn't really like the movie as much. It, it was good because it it if we go back to what makes a great superhero movie, dude is like down and out, and he has to come back and overcome everything (laughs) i'm i'm surprised in that i i guess we don't we don't talk about that movie a lot together but i should have known because you and i find every opportunity to do the bane voice voice all the time constantly (laughs) you guys got to do it now you just picked a bane movie i can't do it on the spot i was bored of the dark (laughs) molded by it I was molded by it. Wow, that was pretty good, both of you. Good we, job, guys. Again, we do it a ton together, and yeah. sometimes I just look at Craig and vice versa, and then we just go into I thought it. it was a great second pick. <laughs> yeah, I lost it there. I Sorry. loved it. I liked Catwoman, too. I'm not going to lie. I liked Anne Hathaway's Catwoman. I like Anne Hathaway. I just love Anne Hathaway, yeah. yeah. She was great on a motorcycle. Um, I'm very curious of what you're going to pick next, because you seem very excited. I, I just think there's a really obvious two choices, and I'm going to get them with my first two picks. Maybe. 
So I'm scared. There's a movie I really want. I well, don't say if it, it's a movie you really want, then it's probably not the one I'm going to pick. Avengers Endgame is the next obvious choice, list. I thought. That was on my list, too. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I got The Dark Knight and Avengers Endgame. I, I won the draft, guys. I'm sorry. It's over. This <laughs> was really the pinnacle of the MCU. They brought the first three phases together in such a great way. It ends with such a bit of a curveball. It, it was brilliant. I just really enjoyed the movie. And it was... In my opinion, the best way to tie all of these other movies and everything together in a cohesive way that made sense. Yep. And it just built on the first three phases. Now we're kind of falling back and maybe in a couple of years we'll realize what MCU is doing and and uh, change our opinions. But it just seems like after Endgame, uh, superhero movies have gone downhill a little bit. Oh, for sure. And that's because they don't know what to do. <laughs> There's no direction of where to go. Well, yeah, it was called Endgame. They should have just ended it right then. That's it. Go <laughs> out over. on top. Retire. And yet they're still going now yep. as we're in phase five. I mean, that was the only movie that I've actually left the theaters because my, I went with my parents and they had gotten seats at the movie tavern in the front row. And all I did was I got in there because it was like sold out. I sit down. I look at how like I basically can see like one corner of the film. I'm that close. And I go, nope. And walked right out, saw it actually by myself. That's how dedicated I was. I was I instantly went to like when it, where is it playing again? Yeah. And got a seat. And I was so emotional watching it. It felt like all of these movies were coming together to see what would happen. And they had huge stakes of like who is coming back. I is still pissed off that they killed off Black Widow. I still think Hawkeye should have died, but it is what it is. Great yeah. film. So let me ask you, Kayla, if I, I was between that and another movie, if I didn't pick that, would you have taken it with one of your next two picks? No. Damn it. I should have went with the other one. because I. But it would have been like the next one. Top yeah. five for sure. I feel like you're going to take the other one I was contemplating between then. We'll have to see. We shall have to see. Okay. That's that's great. Endgame just was, it was the endgame. It's just, it's great rewatch. I don't feel like I have to watch all of the different ones just to watch that movie because I I've seen them all, and I know the stakes of it. Like, it still feels like, damn, how are they going to reverse this And they did here? such, yeah, such a good job of providing stakes in a superhero movie like we talked about earlier. There needs to be an opposition that you actually fear. And yeah. when half of the freaking planet disappears, that's some serious stakes. Like, how are you going to get back from this? Not so, even the planet. Half of the universe yeah, true. disappears. By the way, Team Thanos, he did nothing wrong. He was really just trying to help. He's basically trying to solve <laughs> the climate yes. change. Yep. That's basically what he's Absolutely. doing. Absolutely. I completely agree with what he did. All right. So we have some pro, <laughs> pro oh, yikes. Okay. All right. Some pro snap people here. My pick is going to be. Don't do it, Kayla. Thor Ragnarok. Damn it. That was the one I was Is my next pick. All right. Taika Waititi directed. He is hilarious. There's nothing he doesn't create that I don't find mm. absolutely like just laughing to my soul. It revamped the Thor films to me because the first one was good. It was introduction to Thor. Yep. But D does anyone like the second Thor? No, no. I think we're okay. all great on that. Yeah, yeah that was kind of weird. We what do you think of the? One. I'm not going to name picks here. All right. Yeah, I'll hold it. <laughs> don't name other picks. Uh, the second one I think was the worst. Yeah, one, no, one, no one's picking that one, so we're fine. When I was going, this movie came out. I didn't see it in theaters. I remember going like, "This looks so stupid." Like I was like, "No, I, don't, I had no interest in." Uh, my brother was like, you have to watch this. Like, trust me, it's really good. You have to watch it. When I watched I was like, wow. Yeah, this is a great film. I'm so pissed with my choice now because I 100% 
would have went that and came back with Avengers Endgame. Ah, I dropped the ball. Yes, Thor Ragnarok, great film. Um, 2017, of course. My next pick is going to be what I think accomplishes all of the characters without having to pick one film. Oh my gosh. So I'm going to go with Spider-Man No Way Home as my next pick because I don't have to choose a Spider-Man. It has all the Spider-Mans that I like because I do like Tobey Maguire's. I do like Andrew Garfield's and I do like Tom Holland's. You know, I am... And uh, we're not going to say other movies or anything, but I might be on the minority where I really liked Andrew Garfield with his yes. portrayal. Oh, yeah, he was good. good. Yeah, a lot of people didn't like those. And I was like, I thought he was pretty good. I actually think that got overshadowed by the bad villains in, in his films. Like, not yeah, his performance, fair. but, like, the villains are pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the fact that, again, with the stakes, he tried to save uh, his girlfriend there and killed her, so... Exactly. You add the stakes in there, and she actually, and it's, you know, big name actor. It was Emma, was it Emma Stone? It in was. That one? Yes. Who dies. Oh, wow. We're just saying another movie. Never mind. All right. I'm going to stop myself. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I just, I, and he gets his redemption arc in this film that I, that I named. So I just like that. I get, I thought it was really funny. I love seeing maybe a better tie-in to some of the endings of those trilogies. I don't yeah. think always ended really great, particularly Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Right. So I just liked that they did a service to it by like having some last moments where like Andrew Garfield got his heroic moment. You know, Tobey Maguire got to make peace. You know, like they the had The only such problem good is that this just opened up the portal for like it did open up a portal justin it, it literally and figuratively opened up the portal for all this multiverse madness yeah. that's happening since because now yep. every movie in dc or mcu or even everything everywhere all at once like they just incorporate this multiverse concept which has kind of started to take over these movies a little too much in my opinion yeah, yeah. I agree with it's, that. it's hard to follow exactly i completely agree especially you know how i am with time so it's, it's real rough out here in these streets <laughs> <laughs> all right justin what is your third pick here? man i really thought i was going to get ragnarok and have mm-hmm. a loaded top of my draft so well done kayla thank you thank number you. uh number three for me knowing that craig is going after me with two picks <laughs> i'm gonna go deadpool fuck you okay. 2016 i just have a feeling that's a craig movie yeah and he, yeah, he was looking at it This was just a fun bit of a twist on the superhero genre, right? Where it's more of a comedy, but also serious, Mm -hmm. and it is violent, so it's not like Oh, it is very violent. Yeah, it's not pandering to the kids. They're swearing. He's kind of a loose cannon, and Ryan Reynolds is kind of perfect for that role. So I'm glad they got out of what they did with Deadpool and his brief appearance in one of the other uh, X-Men movies, and... The fact that they kind of made their own little series here. And there's supposed to be a new one coming out, I think, later this year. Yep. Yep. So with my pick, I'm going to pick Deadpool 2. (laughs) Okay. There you go. So we'll go back to back. Um, Deadpool 2 um, closes up some loose ends with the other uh, Wade Wilson from the, yep, that one movie that we're not going to name. And (laughs) (laughs) um, it's just, it continues the fun from the first film. And it adds, it broadens the, the scope of... Deadpool and where he can go, what he can do, who he interacts with. And the third one, now that he's got a hold of the time control thing, and again with the multiverse and all that stuff, I heard a rumor that the third film is Deadpool has to go back and kill all the versions of himself and like all the X Men and all of it. Oh, that'll be insane. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's because Wolverine is supposed to be. Hugh Jackman, yeah. So I think that's going to be a really fun adventure 
uh, for Mr. Wade Wilson. Um, my next pick, I'm going to go Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. They had the same, I think it, that came out before, that was in 2014. That, that, when was Ragnarok? Ragnarok was 2017, so it right. came out a little bit before. So this kind of sets that goofy tone for the MCU, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, you know, the MCU kind of followed that a structure. A little bit more fun and loose. and Yeah, yeah. and the soundtrack's so amazing, right? Yep. Who doesn't love the soundtrack? And you get those really weird out-of-space characters that you normally wouldn't get on Earth, and it just broadens the whole MCU to intergalactic standards. Good picks, Craig. Good picks. Those I think... are great picks because the last three picks are movies that absolutely were not on my list, like Deadpool. Yeah, because Kayla has terrible taste like, in movies. Didn't I think like at all. This. Didn't see two and Guardians of the Galaxy. Rough, rough. How so. do you have 10 movies on your list, Kayla? I don't <laughs> quite understand. Again, I said I was going to be the one that's probably going to have to debate a few things. So, yeah. Oh, God. oh Jesus. Okay. So, uh, well, I will say you're, you've been having a pretty good draft Thank so far you. since you took Logan, Adam, Ragnarok from me. But now I'm back with my fourth pick. And, you know, I'm a little torn here. There's a couple different options I really like, and then it kind of drops off a clip for me. There's like oh. three here, and then I'm like, it's a big step down. I am going to have to go with hmm, difficult. I'm going to go with X2, X-Men 2, 2003. I just needed to get an X-Men movie on my board before Kayla took one, <laughs> and I think this is the best of the ones besides Logan, which she already took, so... Had to get it on there. Really, you start getting the whole crew. They found their footing. The original was pretty good. But here, it's like, all right, we have the crew together. They're going up against Magneto. And it really sets the foundation for uh, a terrible third movie. (laughs) (laughs) Infamously terrible. What third movie? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We don't don't even mention the third one. There's a third movie? I haven't watched uh, X-Men or X2 in forever oh kayla and i have rewatched the whole thing yeah, like a handful certainly of times have. painfully have we watched even x3 m- multiple times so yeah x2 is a good pick it's interesting I, I it's interesting that that was the x-men movie that you picked though so i was between that and one other one so we'll see uh, where you we'll go see where i land okay so two picks here my fourth pick is going to be wonder woman had to take it off the board because i loved that movie the sequel was absolutely terrible in my opinion uh visually looked great but plot was terrible um i just thought this was such a well done movie and gal gadot was phenomenal in it i mean i'm a little sad that 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 the sequel ended her kind of journey as wonder woman so i mean i guess never say never but it seems pretty much she's over as playing Wonder Woman, but I didn't watch the sequel. A phenomenal, it was phenomenal really bad. movie. Was it? Yeah. So I'm not missing much. That's good. Yeah. Okay. So Don't yeah, Wonder Woman came out in 2017. Of course, DC. My next pick is going to be an X Men film, and yeah. I thought maybe you might have taken it. Um, it's X Men First Class. Damn it! That was. I am just not reading Kayla well today. <laughs> I keep thinking like she might go X Two. You know what is? We've been class. virtual for so long, and maybe in person has kind of hit our feng shui here. That yeah. was the other one I was between Kayla. It's it's a great movie. Good pick. I was worried when you started to say X Men. That was it. I love this film. I mean, it gave a lot of. It's a new new class coming in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting to see the younger versions of the older characters that we got to see. I thought they did a phenomenal job introducing how did uh, Mystique come into play. You know, like that was an interesting. Even seeing Eric, like 
that bar scene where he's like confronting mm-hmm. the Nazis, like is, I've rewatched this. Anytime that kind of pops up on my YouTube as a scene, I'm rewatching it. It's so well done. The relationship between the professor, Professor X, and Magneto. Um, and Magneto, like all of that is really well done as these two people who have who play chess as older men. Like how did how are they on such opposite sides of how mutants should live and exist and all of that and yet like have this friendship that they maintain even though they're always causing each other pain and suffering so i just i thought it was really well done and as as i've noted i love that dynamic when you have people that are on opposing sides but they respect each other and they're cordial like in a normal setting but they still have different beliefs and uh, first class did a great job of really laying the groundwork for what we saw in the earlier movies of how are they friends why are they not just killing each other when they have the chance And it also gives Magneto kind of the initial indication on how to block out Professor X when he takes uh, Kevin Bacon's little uh, helmet there and uses that. (laughs) So it really sets the groundwork. How did he get paralyzed? Like all of that. And you know what? Not for nothing. It's great to show new, young, upcoming actors in a film without having to have the adopted teen dynamic where you're just being introduced to new characters. They found a way to have new and fresh faces play characters that you love and it it worked like i was very nervous going in like that's not my magneto that's not like how i know these characters and i thought it was just so well done yeah absolutely love that movie good pick all right justin you're up number five yeah now this is where i (laughs) where i'm not sure where to go are you on the cliff yet or are you at the edge i'm at the edge of the cliff but i'm not quite there yet because i'm trying to diversify here you know i don't want to i don't want to have so many that are all in the same kind of universe so oh man and then craig's just staring a hole through (laughs) me over there and it's a powerful gaze yeah it really is and i don't know where he's gonna go but i might go a little bit off the board here love it okay i'm going the incredibles okay i thought that would be taken 2004 a fun animated pixar movie everybody really loves it and you just gotta like root for this it's kind of like a fantastic four style but Mm -hmm. this family it's loose it's fun they made uh, a couple of them i believe and and i just remember when it came out i was like oh it's an animated movie am i gonna see this but it was an animated movie made for you know parents and kids at the same time. So Pixar really is good at that. It. Pixar is good at that. Love Violet. I just remember seeing this a lot working at a summer camp for years. Like that was the movie everyone was obsessed with and wanted to watch. So great stuff. That's a good pick. Yeah, I wanted to get an animated one on my board there, and that was uh, at the top of my list. So nice. A great movie to introduce to little Sebastian when he comes in. Well, yeah, yeah, probably Logan first. And Logan then we, first, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Just... Set, set the palette, you know, really set the stage for, for what he's we'll in We'll start talking about timelines with him. All right, we're going to watch in chronological order, <laughs> yes. but know oh that God. they travel back and forth in time multiple different ways. And then, the, yeah, that's what we're going to do. I love the good, because then maybe he can explain it to me. Like, yeah. what does this mean, Sebastian? Explain this to Aunt Kayla. <laughs> He'll just grow up with the multiverse as like secondary will, knowledge. Yeah. Just like, oh, yeah, I know that. No problem. Oh, my yeah, God. For Kids, sure. Yeah. For sure. All right, Craig, you're up to bat. Number five. Oh, boy. Where um, are you going? We're going to go with Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Okay. 2014. Um, Captain America's on the run. He's a fugitive. Overrated movie. You think it's overrated? I don't. I think it's rated just as much. Everybody as loves I think everybody ranks this as like one of the top three or four best Marvel movies. I really enjoy it, but I don't think it. I think it's a little overrated. But I'm not a big Captain America fan, so I guess That's I have a bias against it. 
I agree with that. Like, yeah. actually, when I first saw it, I go, I don't get this hype whatsoever. And this was like several movies afterwards. People kept going back to this movie. And I was like, really? Even though it had the Black Widow, which I love. Um, and it introduces Bucky But it, Bucky it got better. Like, when I rewatched it, sure. I go, oh, yeah, I liked it a lot better than I, like, remembered that first watch. So I think it just, it's good to see Captain America have that strength because he's such a do-gooder. He's such a, like, pure, you right. know, looks at everything. I'll have to Glass rewatch, Apple. I think, because I haven't seen it in a, in a very long time. Yeah. You got to take, you know, America's sweetheart and put him in a gritty situation. That's basically what it America's is. America's sweetheart. I love it, you know? <laughs> yeah. That's Great Ameri- buns, hon. That's America's ass. Um, <laughs> well timed. All right. <laughs> what is number six? We're going to go with 2002 Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire. Nice. Okay. Nice. Okay. This is on the board for me. This was probably the first... Um, I, I mean, it's not the first superhero movie, because I think... X. Ex- well, one of those movies came out in 2000. <laughs> it did. And, uh, but this was like, this was really well done. And other than, you know, that group of superheroes that had a movie pretty, you know, a couple years prior, this was uh, one of the staples. I mean, mm-hmm. he's Spider Man. And I don't think he's ever had a movie uh, up until then that I know of. I could be wrong. Don't fact check me. Yeah, but, uh, I mean that's we the might first. Be a lot of wrong opinions. That's the first non-animated one that I can remember. Right. Yeah, and it's just it was amazing to see the special effects at the time did they hold up too? I think. And when you're 12 years old and you're watching this for the first mm-hmm. time, you're just immersed. Sweet, yeah. You're immersed in this movie. And I think I probably watched that in the theaters a good five or six times. Wow, really? That many yeah, times? I watched it a lot. A it lot, was a lot. great. I mean, the Green Goblin, he used to, he freaked me out. It's, so, yeah. He does stuff. He's a great villain. In fact, even seeing him in No Way Home, I was like, he still gives me like goosebumps. Just he's so, and he freaks me out in general. Yeah. <laughs> actor, William, Defoe, so. William Defoe. Yeah, he, William Defoe. He scares it's the crap out of me. Defoe. Willem Defoe. Scares me. So <laughs> absolutely, if I saw him across the street, I would not like want to say hi. Keep, keep him moving. You don't like him smiling at you? No. No. Stop! Even that scared me. I pictured his face. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So Spider-Man. I mean, I love Tom McGuire when he's not dancing. You know. <laughs> well, I didn't pick that one. So. <laughs> yeah. That's actually Justin's. this was this was innocent origin or eh, origin story. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man, and it was. I thought it was well done. Would you think of Kirsten Dunst as Mary Jane? Twelve-year-old me really enjoyed it. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Um. I think three-year-old, you guys. <laughs> I don't Still, think her acting chops were great, but okay. she's you know she played the damsel in distress well, yeah. and that's what they were going for. So, yeah, she just was good at the like next, literally the next door Girl neighbor. Next door, who's yeah. Like, you, you know, you like, and then she was kind of like goofy too sometimes in some moments. Some like a bring it on. Did you character. see? And I can't remember what this was from. Uh, it was like one of these like skit show or not skit shows, but like live uh, shows that Zendaya was on with. Um, Tom Holland. Tom, Holland. Tom Holland and uh somebody comes out it might have been like um Christy Teigen or something it was like oh I want my Spider-Man moment and did like the upside down thing looking oh for the kids. yes at the, the singer's show she hosted exactly yeah, and then Matt- Zendaya gives this look like you better not even think about it to Tom <laughs> I, Holland I'll tell you what I have a lot writing on those two like I really want them to live happily ever there's after there's no way so but precious. they are great together <gasps> what I love a short king and it's song. inevitable they're gonna yeah but yeah. yeah they got together when they were teenagers in Hollywood and they're making millions upon millions when does that ever really work out for a ha- stop the stats are against them. I'm not gonna lie I'm be really sad if that happens so. i am 100 percent rooting for them because they're a great couple but i think the success rate in this situation is like three percent so i don't know they're that's being it. generous they're gonna yeah. make it 
I don't know. Craig's <laughs> just sorrow. I don't know. Craig's just know. staring. He's disassociating on the pod. I don't know. Okay, that is a great one, Craig. I'm happy with that one. I did have it. Also, probably the most memed movie. Easily, yeah. I don't know about easily. Eh. Toby all the Gre- all those yeah, Toby well, Maguire ones trilogy, are pretty memeable. Really, yeah, yeah, the whole trilogy for sure. Okay, the trilogy, yes, yes. not not that specific right. movie, but yeah. Okay, Justin, you're up. Oh, that did was you my pick second. Two? Okay, so for my next pick here, the cliff just fastly approaching for me. Okay, but not over it. I'm gonna go Black Panther, the original okay. Black Panther, yep. 2018. This was kind of a phenomenon when it came out. Nobody. People were hyped for this, but they didn't really know what to expect. And the fact that this was portrayed so well, it reached such a wide audience. You know, we got a lot of uh, cultural references that came out of this Wakanda forever. We got the symbol from uh, T'Challa. And then, you know, adding kind of uh, the Chadwick Boseman piece on top of this really just makes this a movie that people like to go back to and kind of remember that moment in time and appreciate his performance because he was going through much while he was filming that. Mm-hmm. I just thought it was a great addition to the MCU, and I'm glad to have it on my board. Yeah, I would have picked Black Panther next, so that was a good Solid pick, pick yep. Yeah, I love that movie. The music, the soundtrack was phenomenal. The soundtrack the was performance good. was so good. Visually, I mean, the costumes... All of it was just like, wow. And you have Michael B. Jordan playing Killmonger, which is just a great side character for him who comes back in later. Like, just phenomenal cast. And it brings you into this whole world that, for me, I didn't know anything about until I saw that movie. I was like, this is sweet. Like, come on. Where can we go to Wakanda over here, you know? I went to a Good Morning America taping, and Lupita was like a guest person on... And God, she's beautiful. Her and Gina Rodriguez were like Ooh. both like the on the show, and I was like, "Good God, flawless, flawless!" So phenomenal movie. All right, I'm gonna pick a movie that absolutely was not on your list, but you knew I was gonna say it at some point because if Disney ever gave release stats of how many times one has seen a movie in their roster, they would be like. We're banning this movie. I've seen Black Widow uh, a thousand gazillion times. I've seen it in theaters multiple times when it came out. So I really wanted to take this to piss you off, Kayla, but <laughs> I, I didn't think so it was bad. that good of a movie, honestly. <laughs> I know you don't, but it it's hit. fun. It's a but... fun movie. I wouldn't. It's not top ten worthy. Yeah. It introduced Florence Pugh and the Marvel Universe, which I think Elena is just an f- absolutely fantastic character. I I felt we were shorted a Black Widow movie way way before. So part of me was just so disappointed having this movie knowing that she's dead yeah so i was it was bummed to watch it knowing that it didn't really add to the future stories i was happy she got the film i thought it was done certainly some of the graphics i was like this explosion plane thing is is its own thing um but learning about the black widows the family is going to come back you're going to have um the father alexi alexi and elena and the thunderbolts coming out next year so i mean it's going to they're still going to be here in the fam. Uh, Elena's in Hawkeye, the TV show as well. So I, I love this movie. It hit everything I wanted, which is just mostly women. I do love me some ScarJo. I love the so Black Widow character. Good pick, Kayla. Good pick. I, it was uh, it was kind of on the edge there on whether I wanted to pick it or not. Mm-hmm. Just to piss you off, it probably would have creeped up to that status. <laughs> I would. But... Ha- I mean, the flames. Yes. Alone, I would have. I should have just did it for pod content. You know. <laughs> oh God. Okay. My next pick is going to be another X-Men movie. 
It's going to be the first one. Okay. 2000 X-Men. Yep. I love that film. I could watch it a million times. I love Rogue as a character. I really thought that was like the, you know, how she gets introduced to Wolverine, how she gets her white stripe. Like, I loved all of that. I mean, I that is of all the X-Men's, like, that, that movie never gets old for me. Like, maybe if I watch the other ones, I might go, uh, we'll see in a couple years if I watch this again. But, like, the original, anytime it's on, I catch it. It's, I'll watch at any point of that film. For me, that kind of introduced, like, the X-Men cartoon I loved. And then getting to see it, you know, in live action, I was like, wow, yeah, I freaking love X-Men. Yeah. You know, so good. So it, it has a special place in my heart, for sure. Well, you know I think it's a good pick, Kayla. Yes. Love me some X-Men. So. Okay. And now this is where the cliff hits for me. Okay. Okay. Right. So you're, uh, you're hanging on the edge of the superhero is what you're saying. There, <laughs> there are so many different <laughs> options here. But none that I'm, like, a super big fan of. Okay. Um, but what I'm going to have to go with is just uh, just the original Thor. I really like okay. the original Thor. Uh, Natalie Portman. Mm. Huge fan. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in that way better than the second one, which we discussed. Yeah. Not quite Ragnarok, but I think the second best Thor movie, in my opinion, and it kind of introduced that character and everything in, in a fun, uh, creative way, I thought. And Here's what I have, have to it. say. How did you think about, because she she definitely had her parts in the first three, but what did you think about four? You mean five, Love and or Thunder? five, yeah, Love and Thunder. Well, because arguably case... you could say you got more Natalie Portman in it. Yeah, the movie wasn't as good, though. <laughs> no, not no, as not as good. Way to say movies that could be picked, okay? I appreciate it. <laughs> Come on, you guys. Really? Who is, really? Was who is that, picking was love that and number 10 for I wasn't or? going to. <laughs> no. Okay, I wasn't okay, sure if Craig I think, was. I think we're safe there. No. Um, yeah, Thor's great. I, I have an appreciation for like how they originally had Thor because he definitely, obviously, with Ragnarok, has a, a bit mm-hmm. of a change yeah. in many ways, not just the hair. Um, but I liked it as a serious. That's how like I pictured Thor and how I knew Thor to be, so... Um, serious stoic, like, ser- yeah. stoic serious like god you know like you know totally. yeah fair so good pick good pick craig number seven. Oh man um i'm gonna go with the original avengers 2012 yep. um this was the first time you get to see all of the characters at once in yes. the movie and it kind of <laughs> sets the bar for everything to come i feel like you know it, it, how often you get to see it you were watching all these movies working up to it, kind of like Endgame, but on yep. a smaller scale, I would say. Yeah, yeah. for but, sure. But at the time, it was the biggest scale there. So I have to pick that one for sure. Great pick. Um, my next one is going to be... I know, as we're near the end, it goes like, what is going to make up my list here? Hey, do I want to take nostalgia ones, or do I want to go for quality? You know, let's get weird. I'm going to go with... Weird. I'm going to go with The Matrix. Uh, okay. So this is this I would say would be up for debate. Are we considering Neo of the Matrix world? Specifically the Matrix Reloaded. Okay. So, what was it like? I because, say no. Okay. I don't think it's a superhero. I will state that I've not seen Reloaded. The dude can fly. But is he a superhero? Is he a I, hero? I, yes. I he is yes. the one. He he's literally called the one. To save humanity from the machines. I say yes. All right. So uh, Will Smith and iRobot is also a superhero. Does he have superpowers? Well, he has to save humanity from the robots. But he had stipulated (laughs) he has to have some sort of powers too, though, right? We didn't because you're picking Batman. 
Okay. I haven't seen that okay. movie, so I really can't say. But on the general matrix, I'll leave it up to Kayla. If you're good with it, I'm okay with it. I say yes. Okay. You got the matrix reloaded. Right on. <laughs> right on. <laughs> when did that come out? Uh, the Matrix Reloaded came out in 1999. Oh, that long wow. ago. Okay. Yep. And that I feel like the Matrix franchise kind of set the bar for uh, future movies, including especially superhero movies, as far as action and mm-hmm. all the action scenes and how to develop characters for uh, longer than just one movie, but like an entire trilogy. Yeah. Okay. So I, yeah. Good pick. And Good there pick. are comics as well, so... I don't know if the comics came before or after the movies, but there are comics. I think after the movies because um, I, I've, I've listened to a few podcasts with the creators talking about like the symbolism, different stuff in the Matrix. Okay. Um, did you see the latest one? The more current? I did. It wasn't the best. It was... They should have um, let it lie. Yeah, three. absolutely. Yeah. Where is Reload? Is that the second or third? That's the second one. Okay. All right. So I, think- I like the out-of-the-box thinking there. Good pick, uh-huh. Craig. Do you? Do you like it? You well, it. now that it's been explained out, I like having creative, interesting ideas yes, thrown out yes. there, which is why my next pick is Fast Five of the Fast and Furious franchise. Kayla's I face right disagree. now. I disagree. Kayla. Oh, I'm thinking about it. Hold on. He is a superhero to me, so I don't know that I consider him a superhero, though. I would not consider a superhero film. I know what I, you're I was, saying. At least, I totally know what you're saying. At least Neo is like, he's able to do superhuman. Th- not that Fast Five doesn't jump the shark and do weird <laughs> shit. Because we all know how. Okay. Let's, let's, all right. Careful, Craig. Careful, Craig. I will pick something else out, but I did want to throw that out there. Because those characters, they basically have superhuman healing and strength Dom? and leaping ability and Dom. dexterity. <laughs> Dom does become more superhuman. They go to space at one point. They do, but like for me, it's the intention of like, you know what? they're always trying to save each other you know or what? steal, I'll, not I'll save allow the it. world. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Do you want to eat your number eight? Uh, with Fast Five, I don't know. I kind of just wanted to troll Kayla on that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm pivoting, pivot, and I'm pivot, <laughs> and I, I can't. Every time I hear pivot, <laughs> I cannot just respond in the, uh, the friends way. I am gonna go with. Uh, let's see here. Now checking down further on my list. I see the the small bead of sweat preferring down your face. Yeah, yes. I have so many superheroes. What just is go number, you're barely hanging on the ledge here. What are you picking? Number eight. Well, I, I don't know if I want to do one for me or one oh. for the board. I'm going to go uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1990. Yes. Okay, yes. Absolutely. That's just on my one list. for me. Nostalgia. Just come on. TMNT, you can't go wrong with them. I was such a big Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fan as a mm-hmm. kid. Mm-hmm. Watched the TV shows, the movies, had the action figures, loved it. Uh, you know, we have April being introduced. You know, a little bit of a crush when you're a young kid watching April as well there. Michelangelo, how fun is that? And the pizza they have, delicious. I was a big Donatello guy, though. Were you? I, I was say. just going to ask, what oh, was Michelangelo. everyone's turtle? Everybody loves Michelangelo. I love Donatello. He has the staff. And I'm just like, staff's cooler than a sword because you get to fuck shit up with the staff. And he was the smartest one. Michelangelo is the most fun. Raphael is kind of the wild card. Like, ooh, yes, what's he going to yeah. do? And Donatello is the goody two-shoes that uh, yeah. has the swords. So. I like Donatello. I love like I had the purple the fi- one. Yeah, I had yeah. the figures, and I would have his little whatever you call those. Um, well, Raphael's the one who had the uh, sides. The, yes, yes. The trident so, thing. Sides. They, that's okay. like Is yeah. That what they call it? yeah. 
I was like, Randy, you can't see this, folks, but I was like <laughs> raving my hands in some sort of triangle motion is what I was going <laughs> yeah. for, but it was just me fist pumping basically in the air. Yeah. Thank you for knowing what I was trying to articulate there. Yep, definitely sides with double air fist bumps. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, but... the movie does kind of focus on him like, hey, I want to do more. And he's <laughs> the best part is when he's trying to hide his massive shell under a trench coat. <laughs> he's <laughs> yes. a massive turtle with a trench coat that bumps out over his shell like massively it's just no, he's just the hunchback it's fine. yeah he's just a hunchback it's pretty funny and and it's a, a movie i haven't gone back to that much recently but i've probably seen like 20 times in my life so good that's a that's, great pick that's a great pick yeah i freaking love those movies i had a video game too i don't know if you guys ever had video games like in the 90s that oh, yeah. you you played but you realized you had no true concept of how to actually play it that was all the games in the 90s so i had a windows 95 game that oh was like you had to go into sewers and fight and i had no clue that there was actually a point to the game yeah. i would just be like exploring the area and like occasionally i get a bad guy i'm like oh i have to fight it but like no clue i had to advance in the game Not it's probably all. the same game that you could play in the arcade i'm sure yeah, yeah i loved it all oh, those that were game. fun Oh yeah, the X Men games too. I used to love playing those, even though I had yes. no idea what I was doing. Yeah, just ba yeah, bash the mutton, bash the muttons, mash the buttons. <laughs> there you go. Bash. Um, okay, my number eight is going to be a movie that I truly feel was harshly judged at the time because it was the first film with a female superhero, and so I really feel like it got a lot of shit online to the point where the actress was like, I don't even know if I want to be in these movies because of just the flack she was getting. Now I grant she's gotten weirder as she's gotten along, particularly in a movie we saw recently. Um, but I thought she did a phenomenal job in this and she's another movie coming out this year, the Marvel. So I'm going to go with captain Marvel, uh, Terrible 2019. Pick. I Terrible really love, I really like this movie. I love the nineties setting. I loved learning uh, like Samuel Jackson's like how they got connected as she was the original hero that he met and made him realize like I need to create the Avengers. I need to kind of collect these superheroes. So I really found that how he lost his eye, mm -hmm. like all of that was really funny to me. The kind of enemies turning into, oh, actually they're the good guys. And she, you know, had this amnesia. Mm -hmm. She had this best friend and if you watch WandaVision, it just really made me excited for what ends up happening with the little girl that she was an aunt to for all those years. I, I get the sense there's going to be some contention oh, yeah, yeah. in the Marvels. And I also like the Teen Girl Marvels TV show that came out, too. That was really well done. So I enjoy the film. I Unfortunately, I think because it was the first, it got some unnecessary flack that wasn't just plot-based. I truly think... It just got some ridiculous, like, we hate women in, in their single films. Um, it's I understand it's not a beloved film, but I, I really enjoyed it for, like, the different parts that it had. Like, for me, I, I really, I'll come back and watch it. I'm excited for the next one. Do you think they weave her in um, seamlessly into the Avengers films? Or do you no. think they kind of force her in there? Her and I, I'm trying to remember who else. Like, the problem with characters that you have so superpowered, yeah. you have to, like, kind of... You can't have can her go to Thanos. I mean, she literally was like, I'll find Thanos. I mean, she's been spending all her time in space finding crime. So, yeah, of course, I would assume she could get to him. She's super powered. So they they did what they could to show how she wasn't just, like, completely fixing Endgame all by herself by having her kind of galactically have to solve things. But it, it's hard with a character that has these, like, phenomenal powers that, like, doesn't age, uh, you know, versus, like, some of the other characters that just... I mean, Captain Marvel is, like, one of the most powerful Right. superheroes in Marvel. So I think they did the best. I mean, even in Endgame, it was kind of hard to just have her kind of go off and not... 
be participating in the different things, knowing her powers. Right. But I mean, whatever. She got to fight a ship, you know, at the end. So she <laughs> did true. her part. So I, I enjoyed it for me. My next movie is going to be not the typical. So it's going to be the movie. And I don't know if you guys have seen it. Push. Yeah, I've seen Push. It stars another Marvel superhero. Chris Evans is in the film along with Dakota Fanning. And Push. I freaking love this film. Oh, fortunate. It's kind of like about like there's different groups of people who have different powers where they can see the future or maybe they have like excellent hearing. And there's this group called the agency that's kind of hunting them down. And Dakota Fanning's character is trying to get hold of her mom. And Chris Evans' character is kind of on the run. And so they kind of team up. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was so such an interesting story. It is created by Greg Ruka, who wrote it, but they also had a DC comic prequel written afterwards. They have superpowers, but are they superheroes? Yes, because they're like help, like they're trying to get a group together. And unfortunately, this is my. I've seen it once, and it was probably like twelve years ago. This is where I hate at the end is that they're trying to overthrow the agency because they're hunting all of these people with powers. And it ends at such a cliffhanger where, like, Dakota Fanning, spoiler alert, still has not found her mom. Mm-hmm. And Chris Evans, like, got these kind of tools to kind of get to that next step because he's trying to figure out his history. And it ends. And so I go, okay, can't wait for Push 2. Let's go. And we never got it, folks. We never got anything after. So for me, it just sucks that a good movie ends in such a way where you get no real mm-hmm. conclusion. Um, but, yeah. I'm going to go with Push here. And that was in 2009. Yeah, I've never mm-hmm. seen it. Yeah, so that makes sense. I probably saw it like 12, 13 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Still lingers in my brain. That's it for me. Justin, number nine. All right. Two left. Now it's tough in a different way because it's like, what do I want to have on my board? Do I want to go for better quality or do I want to go for something I just... I need to the have the debates there. you have in your head, you know? Real struggle. I, I really do. I overthink so many things. And this is... Uh, like everything else in my life. So we'll uh, try to narrow it down. But as you know, Kayla, I am such a big X-Men stan. Yes. I'm going back to the well. Okay. And we're going the well. days of future past. Okay. Yep. Ooh, I just awesome. like this movie. It takes the X-Men, the old version, along with first class. It combines the old characters with the new. There is a time travel component to it, which kind of retcons some of the shit stuff that happened in x3 it makes you think a lot because you're like what time what timeline are they in how does this impact everything else and i thought it was fun and they kind of melded the groups together really well between the old and the new cast and yeah it's it's one i go back to and there is a rogue edition of days of future past which is great it has an extra 25 seconds or something of footage. Oh i was so mad because i was the, i'm the biggest rogue fan loved loved in the movies loved comics everything and when you got the rogue version yeah i, was I like, bought the rogue i was like version. yes i can't wait to see this extra scene and it was like the quickest mo- basically she takes the spot of kitty like using her powers and i'm like that's it was that's it the rogue edition was it like brad pitt's cameo in deadpool 2 Kind of, yeah, like very quick. Like, I can't believe they made a separate edition. Like, with all of this additional footage, and I'm telling you, it had to be less than a minute of additional oh, rogue content. percent I mean, it was, so, I mean, and like three lines being said. It was so, I remember watching it. What go, a money so grab. What did they change? Yeah. They, they were doing anything they can at that point in the films. I have a question. Mm. The X-Men Days of Future Past, again, we're continuing on the younger versions yeah. of, the, of the characters we knew in the first few. Did you like the younger version of a character more than 
how they were initially introduced in those films. I did. Like, Mystique, for me, I liked seeing where she started. And oh, that, yeah. Like, I, yeah. Way more than adult Mystique. I like Jennifer Lawrence's Mystique a yeah. lot more. Yeah, she was great. Instead of, I think it was Rebecca Romaine who played the original Mystique yes. in the movies. So I think Jennifer Lawrence and kind of the origin story of that Mystique was pretty interesting. I also I also like Sophie Turner's portrayal of Jean Grey a little bit. The problem is it just kind of falls off the map after this movie. I immediately think of how that character you referenced killed my character that I referenced Fair. Uh, brutally. <laughs> so yeah, that again, it, when it started getting to time, you remember I was like sending you, I think for like a month straight, I would send you like, but what about this? If time travel happened here, how would Wolverine be at this point? It played, it, I couldn't sleep at night. That was a difficult one. That, I, I think that set off time travel for me being difficult. I don't think I've seen any of the newer X-Men movies. Oh, really? Gosh. I've seen bits and pieces. If they're on TV, I'll watch them, but I haven't watched them all the way through or enough where I can actually You want to remember. come over for the next time we rewatch all of the movies? Yes. I think I have, well, now they're streaming, but I probably have most of them on DVD still <laughs> or Blu-ray. Yeah, I'm down. Always a good time, and then we can have a two-hour discussion on which order to watch them in. Okay. And we can see what baby Sebastian picks. This is what one does he stay awake for? X three will be his favorite. We'll just say, um, okay, good pick here. Around to me now, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh huh. You got to finish two. your, your last two. Here. Nine and ten. All right, we're gonna go nostalgic okay. for number nine. We're gonna go nineteen ninety five. This is on my list. Yeah, Batman Forever. Okay. okay, not the one that was on my... Okay. Okay. Good one, though. Yes, one. Batman Forever. Uh, probably the first Batman movie that I remember seeing. Um, Jim Carrey as the Riddler. Yeah. And Tommy Lee Jones as Two-Face. Um, I believe this one was uh, directed by Tim Burton as well. So it's very Tim Burton-y. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's, overall, I think it was a good movie. Yeah, it's definitely a fun one. You have the... Val the Kilmer. villains are so ridiculous and oversized. Over t- it's yeah. great. They're straight out of the comic. Yep. It's a good one. And you have uh, Robin's in that one too as well, right? I think they introduced Robin. Mm-hmm. I think that's the one where he, his whole family dies and <laughs> they just, oh, you're my... You're my yeah, now, now, you now I've adopted you yes. and you have to work for me essentially. Yeah. Robin also, I fight crime. Life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Batman did too, but like also Robin had to suffer as well. Yeah. Know? True. Like every iteration. Number 10, I'm going to go, I don't think it's outside the box, but it's not a typical one. I'm going to go with Watchmen, 2009. That was on my list, yeah. Was it? I loved this movie. It was such a different perspective of superheroes and everyday life and the consequences of being a superhero. Yep. I really like that. And my favorite part, honestly, was at the end when the villain is talking about his master plan. <laughs> and they're all like, well, we're going to stop you. And he goes, oh, you think I would just tell you all this if I didn't already do it? And it cuts to the world basically exploding. So great. Kayla's no, giving a look. That's She's a never look. seen Watchmen. So I have not seen it. So I just spoiled that for you. <laughs> that's okay. Have you watched the TV show? Because that yes. got like celebrated, I'm telling you, like that. I did not finish the TV show. No. I watched the show. I It kind of... It takes place after the movie. Because the movie set, I believe, in the 60s? Okay. 70s? Yeah, it's... It's during the Nixon era. Like, the first few episodes are pretty heavy. Yes. Yeah, I I don't think I finished it, but that's been on the queue along with 412 other things I need to watch. We need to get through every Apple TV show first, so... Very true. Silo, by the way, that's out now. I need to watch. (laughs) Yep, yep. But I would would recommend the movie, for sure, because it's a totally different take on 
what it's like to be a superhero. Okay. Okay. Good I'm pick. Into that. Good one to finish out your list here. Mm-hmm. Justin, you my are la- falling off the ledge. What is nah, your my last pick? last pick is easy. I just okay. have to stay true to my roots. Yeah. True to my homage, my millennial time frame here. I'm going Power Rangers. Yep. Or the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, mm-hmm. 1995. I watched that movie continuously as a child. I yep. was such a big Power Rangers fan. Had to do it. That's on my list too, but it it was further down in case something else got taken. Yeah, you said 1995, and I was like, oh, I wonder if he, this is what he's taken. Is that the villain of Mr. Ooze? Ivan yeah. Ooze. <laughs> he scared the shit out of me. So... You remember the Page Master, that animated movie with Macaulay Culkin? Yeah. Where you go into books. Okay. Love that movie. Mm-hmm. But back in the VHS days, of course, <laughs> you had to watch the trailers when you rewind it, right? Before the movie started. And there used to be a Mighty Morphin like trailer. And it I would fast forward with my eyes closed because he would just appear on the screen and be like, I'm bad. And it scared the shit out of me. It was a time. great movie. <laughs> and I loved how like they incorporated the animal components into uh, all of them before they were able to kind of yes. get into their Megazord and whatnot. It was... Uh, Zord, he was when dying. you say stuff out loud, it sounds it so sounds silly, but yeah. Because <laughs> he was dying, right? They show him like the yeah. swelling face on the ground, mm-hmm. like aging. I also love like the zombie Rangers. adults. Remember they were like all zombies going into the crater, like they, he had just like controlled them. Yep. And they were like, I mean... It's kind of like, it was almost like Hocus Pocus. Yes. <laughs> I had I had to yes. get a Power Rangers movie on here. I just I could not live with my young self if I didn't. Also, I love Rangers. how it's Morphin and the not Mighty Mor- Morphin Power and not Rangers. Morphing. Mighty Mor yeah, that's it's a good point. M- it's Morphin. Morphin. It's They're Morphin Mighty time. Morphin. They had to shorten that. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's the nineties. It it's like the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> great pick. I love watching the old TV show too because it's just so corny. <laughs> it's and very cheesy. campy. Yeah, they're just like, oh, we're in high school, and she's like. Oh hey, look at these bad guys that just showed up to the what cafeteria. Because what was the eight? I mean, the demographic for that show was what five to twelve. Twelve, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just, I just love the ten minute like introduction to each character as they get like their suit on, and then just like the ninja. You know, it shows them the, like, kind of like floating arts. in the yeah. air and like that's basically half, like how Iron Man gets dressed, but yes. like that's half the guys. show. Yeah, when they get the machine, like all of that, like power up. I mean, just yeah. great stuff. Well, yeah. How about you guys are a little bit more useful before you have to combine <laughs> into the Megazord? It takes yeah. so long, you know. And why does the green one get his own freaking Megazord? Because like, he's the best. That's yeah, why. Tommy was by far the best because he was the yes. green and the Rest white and Rest the gold piece, yeah. and the black. He was just like twelve different freaking colors. All of them great. He was the Power Ranger. He was. was. Yeah. Screw Jason the red one. Okay. No pressure, Caleb. But Here's where I'm out. torn. Do I pick a more traditional superhero movie that you guys are going to The world is your oyster. Destroy, you have two picks at will. Destroy just me one. on. Or do I pick... I lied. You have one. <laughs> or do I pick another movie that is having a sequel soon that's not traditional? You wouldn't probably... I don't even know if you've seen it. Go for the non-traditional so that we can berate you. For my other pick? Okay. <laughs> Non-traditional. You only have one. You know that, right? I know. Okay. I guess being true I said to you me, had two, and then I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't want you thinking you still have two. I think I have to go with my heart and get shit on because it's my truth. Well, I speak my truth on this podcast. Fair. Wrong opinions only. So okay, here's well, a wrong here opinion we go. coming. Here we go. Two thousand three Marvel movie. He got his redemption playing another superhero later in life. 
It is going to be Daredevil. I knew it. I freaking I'm knew it. I'm sorry. I love this movie. I've hidden in the shadows for too long and people shit on it online. <laughs> Why don't you just take Electra? Then Affleck shits on it. I don't care. Okay. I fucking love this movie. I watch it every time I do it. Did you guys it. know if you're blind and it rains, you can see? That's I just science. It. I like, I like, uh, Pin, whatever his name is. Kingpin. Uh, Kingpin. Yep. I liked. Electra yeah, was Electra introduced was in good. that. Yeah. I didn't, the sequel was not good with her own movie, but like that whole story was good. Like I loved it. I liked Ben Affleck playing this like. At the time it was good. Looking back at like, it, it's, sh- it's absolute dog shit. I like the story. Like this blind guy who's basically fighting crime and having to utilize that. Yeah. But I like the TV show. The TV show is so much better. So much better. Yeah. See, I didn't care for the TV show. What? <laughs> Hold on. Kayla. I didn't. Sorry. I what didn't. What didn't you like about it? It's too good. It's too uh, gritty. I can't it's too stand real. the redhead. I can't stand Jessica from True Blood. I She annoyed the shit out of me. And uh, one of the biggest things I, I get annoyed with with Daredevil is this, like, I having these people that support him, you know, like his best friends, Froggy, and, like, her, like, helping him. And then he's like... Froggy? Right? Is that his character name? Frog? I think, it's, I think it's Foggy. Oh, whoops. Yeah, it's Foggy, not Fo- Froggy. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> let's foggy. Get, let's get Froggy. <laughs> let's get Froggy with it. You don't even know the character's name. That's how much I didn't care. Yeah. And so I, I get really annoyed at, like, however many seasons it was where he's like, thank you for helping me, like, confiding in them. And then he'd be like, I can't, I can't have anyone in my life. I have to protect. You. And then they come back, and he's like, it's so good being friends with you. And they'd be like, no, I have to go off on my own. Like, that. It's like, After that's three like times, every that's superhero, so though. Yeah. Because it's like, if I get too close to you, then the enemies know who where my weakness is. And then is. you it's could like get hurt. Yeah. He's protecting them by keeping them far away from I disagree, head. since we've listed many a movie that didn't have that happen. I know what you're saying. But, like, this was a continuous usual. That happened all the time. I could care less. Okay. Well, that is your official 10th yes. pick, Kayla. Terrible pick, but it's your choice. Thank what you. Was, what was your alternate that you were thinking? Have you guys seen The Old Guard on no. Netflix 2020? It's with Charlize Theron, and she plays, like, an immortal. It's based off a graphic novel series. I have not, no. It was – a sequel's coming out. It's filming now, so I assume it's going to come out next year. Mm. It was really, really well done, and Shirley Theron kicks total ass, and it's a cool story about how she's part of this, like, group of immortals. Yeah. That kind of huh. – you know, and then eventually you you do die eventually. What happens is you stop healing, so it's kind of like – So she's not immortal. You're immortal till you're not, and you don't know when it's gonna stop. Basically, so a so. really, really long life. Um, that sounds interesting. I'll, I'll have good. to check that it's out. It's good. They're gonna make another one. So okay. Any yeah. other big honorable mentions for you, Craig? Big honorable mentions? No, I think you guys took everything I had on my list. There were a couple that weren't good, but I had them on the list anyways. Kickass. That was kick on, ass my on my list too. too. And yep. Hancock. Also Whoa. on my list. Are you serious? Yeah, I thought Hancock? it. Yeah, it was a fun movie. It's all—it's just a, a different. It's a different perspective. A, yeah, a different perspective of a superhero movie. Wow. But obviously, it wasn't good enough to no. make the top thirty here. That wasn't. That was that's scraping the barrel. If I got to pick those <laughs> yeah. two. Yeah. Um, I like Doctor Strange. Yeah. I was. I went into it going I could care less, and I loved it. Like when I finished, you know what? The original great. one yes. I really did like. I think after that I wasn't a big fan, but yeah, the original one was pretty good. It was a good origin. I also had a handful of Spider-Man on here, but I feel like we picked a couple, yeah. so I didn't want to keep going Spider-Man. And the other... Uh, Did we pick anything before 1990? No. I don't believe so. Okay. No. But one thing I haven't seen that I really want to watch soon that everybody has raved about is Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. 
That was also like I. I've yeah, heard it's I like the best it. superhero movie in a decade, is what people are saying, but I've never really? seen it. And the sequel just came out, and they yeah. are really loving it. They're saying absolutely it hit everything you wanted in a sequel, and so much so that people are saying they're doing things with animation that they think is actually going to like have an effect on future animation because they're just doing things that have not been done. So I mean, it's they're raving about it. And uh, what's are his they, name? Jason like Johnson the... is like uh, one of the Who? producers. Uh, from New Girl. Oh, okay. Jake uh, Johnson. Jake Johnson, yeah. What did I say, Jason? Yeah, Jake yeah. Johnson. He's like one of the creators and producers, no I kidding. think. Uh, at least of the original one, so. So the animation, is that like, I think I kind of know what you're talking about, but don't they normally like film it and then animate over it? Is that kind of thing? It's how it looks, certainly, but I think it's also like what they're showing too with it, like what they're able to manipulate or show. Because okay. I don't really know the story too much. I've, I try to say out of spoilers because I do plan on seeing it at some yeah. point, but it's not just in the animation, but also what they're doing with it to show different, I think, parts of the story that are like, wow, they have not done this in an animated superhero movie before. Yeah. Nice. So that's definitely on the list. That's a good one to mention. And the other one was Guardians 3, nobody picked. I haven't seen it. Oh, that's why. Okay. So it's uh, it's good. There you go. I won't Guardian, anything else. How do you feel about Guardians Two? Eh, I thought it was okay. So I'm not a Guardians fan. Um, it's one step above Ant Man, and I absolutely don't like Ant Man whatsoever. Yeah, me neither. I don't. Like I Ant-Man. will say every Guardians film I've liked progressively more. Like first okay. one, I was like, uh. second one, I go, okay, that's a little better. And then the third one, I mean. I liked one, then three, then two. Okay. Oh, okay. Kind of the order of the ones I like, so. Interesting. But I was, like, late to get into the Guardians game because I was like, I don't really know much about this story. And then when I watched the first one, I was like, oh, this is actually pretty fun. It's got a great soundtrack. It's great kind cast. Of, yeah, it's a different style. It's a great group of uh, kind of weird superheroes that need each other to get by, so no, like, overpowered one. But I think we had a, a pretty good draft here. A lot of stuff uh, across the board. It wasn't all just MCU or X-Men, even though we did have quite our fair share of both of those. <laughs> we, said, we like what we like, you know, and that's the truth. All right. So, of course, we will put up a poll later on to see who gets the most votes here. Let's go ahead and get to our Swirly of the Week. All right. I will start us off. And my Swirly is going to be something that when I saw this video clip, and I'll certainly post it, I go, I was just picturing me and you doing this and going, oh my God, what would we do in this situation? Uh-oh. Which had two podcast hosts and they were in some sort of restaurant, like recording an episode. And so they're, they're kind of behind them is this just massive window, right? It's, it's huge. And they're talking and they go, wow, it got really quiet in here. And they're referencing like the quietness of this like cafe or whatever. As soon as they say it, you as a viewer, because the camera's facing them, you see this vehicle like spinning out behind them in this window. And the podcast, their backs to it. So they're just going on to talk. And the car crashes into them. So he literally goes, it's so quiet in here. And then this car crashes into <laughs> the window and they're like falling out of their chairs and like the car... It, and rubble it's crazy situation i'm surprised i haven't seen that clip and all I could not think great of, acoustics if you're in a cafe recording a podcast no i thought that was so bizarre but all i could picture is how fucking funny it would be if we were like let's try recording in like an area you wouldn't expect that would <laughs> happen just, to us yeah and it's like it's so quiet here and this car crashes right into them in, in the cafe hilarious that's it that's insane. I will show you guys a video. Maybe it's we gnarly. should stage that. You can drive the car crash into us so that we can go viral and get more people to listen own, to our podcast. Yeah. Okay, I'm not using my car, though. Fair. Rent a car. It's fine. Get the insurance. Rent <laughs> <laughs> a car. Deal with that. I was gonna say, they did that in Jackass, but I'm not going to go off on a tangent. <laughs> okay. 
right. So uh, my Swarly of the Week this week is going to be the PGA golfers. So I don't know if anybody saw, but either no. today or recently, we're recording this on uh, June 7th, by the way. So there was this live golf tour that started up about a year and a half ago, which is backed by uh, Saudi Arabian, like oil money, essentially. And they started just throwing money at some of the best golfers in the world to get them to come to their league and leave the uh, PGA, which is the uh, normal, you know, uh, golfing league. And a couple like really good players left because they kept throwing in like, we guarantee you $100 million, $200 million, $500 million, like massive sums of money just to play events. Like that's what you get off the bat. And then if you win, you get additional winnings on top of that. So a couple big golfers left there. The ones that turned it down were like, we're not going to go play for the Saudis. This isn't like morally right. We don't want to take their money based on the history that they have. This is bullshit. We want to respect our game. Mm-hmm. Well, it was announced yesterday that they are now merging the Live Golf Tour and the oh. PGA. So all those golfers that turned down that money for moral reasons basically just missed out on hundreds of millions of dollars because a year and a half later, they're merging. So the guys that took the money now get to participate in all the other events, get all the other uh, stuff that was promised to them before on top of their initial paydays from the uh, Saudi League. So. They haven't announced the full details of the merger, but that has come out, and I was just like, "So how shitty?" So did they not go there because they were going to stay with the PGA? Like, how does that yeah, work? They, they so stayed... are they just joining on the other side of it? Well, they did not go to the Live Tour because they wanted to stay oh, okay. and be eligible for all the PGA events. Because PGA is a not-for-profit, and you know they yeah. pay out for each tournament. So originally, it was anybody on the Live Tour can't participate in the PGA tournaments. And then they realized that some of the really big golfers went to live. So they made exceptions for the really big tournaments. And now there's this merger, even though the live tour was failing. Like they couldn't even get TV sponsorship deals because nobody wanted to take the Saudi money, essentially. So everybody that took this principled stand basically cost themselves hundreds of millions of dollars for no reason. Unless there's some type of incentive laced in this agreement they haven't announced yet where they're going to be portioning off a chunk of money to mm-hmm. all the existing golfers tiger woods they said turned down 800 million dollars he was offered to join the live tour and he mm. said no he's so, not making much and is he still making endorsement money he is a billion dollar net worth yeah. right now yeah and he so he could turn down 800 million but could you imagine turning down 800 million dollars no because i'm poor that's ridiculous <laughs> even if you're a billionaire that like doubles your net worth immediately that's, is there a price on morals, you know, you guys? Apparently, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm wondering, like, for long term, if a lot of these guys had, um, like, sponsorships or whatever who would basically disown them if they went. Some uh, some of the people that went to live did lose sponsorship deals, but it was made up for with the massive amount of With the of massive money, amount like, of cash that they're being thrown out. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So it, it was just kind of a weird dynamic. Like, Phil Mickelson was one of the big guys that joined Live first, mm-hmm. and he is a massive gambler. So he's like, hey, I, you know, I'm basically going to take the money because he doesn't like how the PGA operates. And they gave him $200 million just to join the tour. And he's 20 years past his prime, yes. right, or 10 years past his prime. That is stupid money. So he doesn't even perform that well. He does 10 tournaments a year or whatever and makes $100 million. What we really should bucks. be talking about is how much fucking money golfers make. <laughs> That's well, they crazy. <laughs> the normal like payday in the PGA, and I, I'm going too far into a tangent on this already, but a purse for a normal tournament would be like nine million dollars, and the top maybe hundred purse, and the first place gets a couple million. That's typically how it was. You only get paid if you place in the top X, right. and then most of your money's off your endorsement deals, which could be twenty million a year if you're really good. But w- the way the Saudis kind of set it up is. 
you have a guaranteed amount, almost like a salary or like a sign-on bonus, and then you get the tournament winnings on top of that. So they had to throw massive amounts of money just to get people to join their tour. Which they have. Which they have, <laughs> and they've been hemorrhaging money, but the problem is they have money to hemorrhage, so it's just like, what's an extra a few hundred million dollars here? Just That's your pennies, you know? People are now pissed at the PGA commissioner for signing this deal after everybody's been ridiculing the Live Golf Tour for so long. And they're like, oh, really? You hated it? But now that they're just going to basically be a donor for the tour, you're going to take you're going to take their money and be like, oh, it's fine what they were doing before. It just a really uh, weird scenario that's happening. I'm intrigued to see how it plays out over the next few months. That is intriguing for sure. I, that's wild. <laughs> um, well, with all that money, they could probably buy my swirly of the week, which is going to be. Apple's uh, Vision Pro. I had a oh. feeling somebody was going to go with this. Okay. Yep. Did you see the video, the announcement video? I didn't see the announcement video, but I saw what it looks like. Okay. So what's the... So the whole premise is it's essentially they're ski goggles that go uh-huh. over your face. They have a 3D lens on the inside. There's a bunch of cameras that can detect um, if people are in front of you or your surroundings. The table, like so you don't hit anything. So it's all VR, AR, whatever. It's... Essentially, an operating system. It's a spatial operating system. It's kind of Iron Man style. Basically, you can have all of your apps in the goggles. So you can look around the room and have one app over here, one app over here. You can use it. It's the. You can enlarge screens with like your eye or like you could be sitting there with them and like, you know, pinch your fingers open to enlarge the screen in your view. It looks at your eyes to select different things too. So like it knows what you're looking at. You can watch movies on it, and you can make the screen like massive. Anyways, the whole point, it's a fantastic product. When Apple announced it, they announced the price. Oh, God. Wait, should we guess? I know what it is, so you can guess. Take a guess. I don't know if she's going to go really high or really low here. I can't tell. Well, iPhones are like like if you just pay for it, like it's easily a thousand. So it has to be like 12,000. I'm going to say. Whoa, that's high. That's okay. really high. Well, I don't know. It's basically a computer on your face. You're kind of scaring yeah. me with all the it's things It's Iron Man computer, do, so. and it's, it's $3,500. Okay. And when they announced it, everywhere around, like, everyone who was watching it groaned. Yeah, there's, like, an audible gasp from the audience when they announced the price. Oh, really? At the, yes. Yeah. It's a really cool product, but for the price, no one's going to be able to afford it except rich people. It's just... Do you guys watch Black Mirror? Unless you find it. I used it. to watch Black Mirror. It just reminds me of that, like, yeah. where they kind of go in and live their own world, like, in the... Kind of. It is, it is some, pretty I, cool. Watch the video. There's some okay. really neat features, um, but... Just... It, just, it does take up, like, like Craig said, it's, like, ski goggle size. It's got Apple aesthetic to it, so they make it look kind of cool, but yeah. it takes up your entire face. It the, looks my, better than like the metal one, the meta. It looks better set. than the metal one, but I'm picturing people walking around the street with these stupid fucking ski goggles on their face. Because you can see through, so it allows you to see through Whoa. with the app. This is like kind of breaking my brain trying to understand this concept. Yeah, just, just watch the video. Have you guys, it's like an eight minute video of Yeah. Have you guys used the Oculus before? Like, I've used not. a version of this? Um, this is way like more advanced. Than sure, that, sure. Yeah. But, mm, I've used, I think it was like a Wii 3D thing. Like a virtual reality, but I haven't I've, I've Switch, tried rather. the Oculus, like I played like a Star Wars game, and it was weird as hell. Like you, you, you kind of like lose the yeah. space you're really in. Yeah. And when like you lift up your hands and they're like fake hands, it's like you're. It, it is trippy. So as this fuck. is different. Than this that. is not that. Okay. Yeah. So this is more transparent. So it's basically okay. you can see. Um, it's more opaque, so you can see all the apps and stuff like that. But it's more like augmented reality. Like if you had a Snapchat filter or whatever, and you. Mm-hmm 
hold up something and it generates something that's sitting beside you, but it's all of your apps. If this was more affordable, would you guys get it? Absolutely. Yeah, if it was more affordable, I, I'd try it out for sure. At least wait for Craig to buy it, try his out, see if I like <laughs> yeah. it enough. But also, I believe there's like, a, I don't know if it's just a charging cord, but it looks like there's a cord that goes all the way down your back. It's a battery it's pack. Does it plug battery into pack? you, Matrix style? No, it's a battery pack, and the battery life is only two hours. So that's Jesus. that's a problem for that price tag, that you have to have a cord with a battery pack plugged in, and it only lasts two hours. Yep. If there was like a charging well, they, capability where it lasts a day, that'd be... That was part of the thing. They're like, oh, it comes with a sleek battery pack that can fit easily in your pocket. And it's like, no one wants a stupid cord hanging on their back. Yeah, it looks awkward. Until we become robots and that'll be right. fine. That's how we charge. True. That's wild to me. I, don't, I have no interest. Yeah, it's... Uh, At that the, point, like, just take my brain out. I don't know. Like, what <laughs> What do I need to be so plugged into that it's like I can physically touch Snapchat? But they were I can saying like... touch Twitter? Good God. So <laughs> the display in the goggles, right? The... They're saying the pixels is twice as much as a 4K TV per yeah. lens. But even like 4K, like watching this, like freaks me out. Like when you, it feels like they can Too come real. out of your screen. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like it's, it's distracting a bit. Like watching, it's like, I'm not supposed to see people this clearly in movies. Yeah. So that's wild to me. I'll definitely check it out. All right. Let's get to our friendship question of the week, which is if you could be best friends with any superhero, who would it be? I had to go very vanilla on this okay. one. Steve Rogers. Yeah. Just a good friend, Steve Rogers. He's just an all-around good guy, isn't he? What do you think I mean, would do? Like, what, what, what would be like? So I don't know. I feel like out? he'd be a good dude. And I'm like, hey, Steve, you know what? I'm, I need some help moving. He'd be like, oh, no problem. Come over and help you move. Maybe bring over a case <laughs> yeah. of beer and a pizza for you. You can go hang out with him if you go hang out at like a bar or something like that. Uh, oh, no, no drink. You know, don't pay for drinks. You're, you're with Steve Rogers. <laughs> or you can basically go anywhere and... He's just an all-around good dude, and I yes. feel like he would be a good friend. He's a good listener, probably. Good listener. Would he listen okay. to your problems? I think so. Solid pick. Solid pick. What about you, Kayla? <laughs> I'm trying not to be obvious with my pick. Um... What do you think, Justin? <laughs> <laughs> I know where Kayla's going. She's going for Yelena. Uh, yeah. but... I mean, I really, truly don't know who else I would say. Yeah. I mean, she's like a super cool hang. I don't know. We could just throw knives or make out whatever happens, you know. <laughs> whatever happens. <laughs> I, uh, I was between two people here. So my uh, initial lean was Gambit. Okay. Ooh, I love Gambit. Okay. He seems like a chill dude. He'd be fun to hang out with and also... Great to have if you're having a little poker game. You know, he can kind of help you out. Well, if he's on your side, if he's your friend, which is the prompt, I want Gambit on my side, especially if we're doing poker matches. Best friends, not just a friend, best friends. Oh, best friends. And he's got some cool superpowers. Maybe he can teach me some tricks, introduce me to the X-Men. So I think I just got to go with Gambit. That's where my heart lies. Who's your runner-up? Was Thor. Thor? Thor seems like a chill hang. I don't know. Mm. Maybe. I feel like he'd be high maintenance. But also, if he's version. still with Natalie Portman, I can, yeah. 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 And, I, and then I, they break up. I'm there well, for a, a shoulder to cry on for Natalie Portman. I, I feel like I went with the least high maintenance person that you could choose from. I feel That's like every true. superhero is, is very high maintenance. I feel like if you're a superhero, you have to be Even high maintenance. Gambit? I mean, come on. The Kinda, bat- yeah, he's a little temperamental. I was going to say, Batman is like, he's super rich, cool, but then. Not a cool no, hang. Not, not a cool hang. Not a cool hang, no. Superman, eh. He's boring. He's boring. Wolverine, he's kind of a jackass. He's a wild card. Yeah, yeah, that'd be rough. I mean, Gambit is married to Rogue, too, so you get two for the price of one. Oh, so. yeah, I get to hang out with Rogue as long yeah. as she's hang- she has her gloves on. Yeah, We're golden. 
Um, okay, yeah, that's those are good picks. I think so. I concur. Oh, forget you guys. Let's just go hang out with our superheroes. <laughs> I think that wraps it up for our episode today. Let us, of course, know who you think had the best superhero movie draft Me. picks. And if you think The Matrix is a superhero movie. Exactly. We'll have to put a few up. As always, we'll see you next week. Later. Well, that's it for this episode of Wrong Opinions Only. Please follow us on Instagram at Wrong Opinions Only and on Twitter at Wrong Opinions JK, where we'll be dropping some clues and hints to upcoming episodes. Until then, JK out.